Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, I'm going to be talking about Aldara Piquet. So today I'm going to be ranking uh, the four movies from the Dara Piquet series. Uh, Dara Piquet, the original, part one. Roger Gould's the second movie. Uh, Dog Days, the third movie. And then the latest movie that came out three years ago in 2017, uh, Long Hop. So I will be ranking um, from worst to best, my favorite to my least favorite, or my least favorite to my favorite uh, Dara Piquet movie. And then tomorrow I'll be doing the same thing, but instead of the movies, of course, most no- notably known for the books, I have collected all 14 books, and I have read all 14 books, so tomorrow I will be ranking all 14 books from worst to best as well. Um, also, again, uh, planning to get more special guests, but I'll talk about that in the end of the episode. So, uh, yeah, let's get started. Um, first of all, happy 4th of July. Uh, yeah, uh, it's 200 and something how how many years has it been since uh, 1776? How long how long was that man? That was around let's see so from 1800 to now that was 220 years ago. So has it been 244 years I believe 244 years of the independence of this country. So yeah, I didn't I didn't use a calculator. I just did that all mentally. Um, so. So yeah, absolutely. But let's get straight into the the episode. So for today, we're going to be talking about the movies, like I just said. And usually, you know, Diary of Kid is a part of my childhood. Of course, I've read all the books, I've watched all the movies, and I've enjoyed all the movies, except for one of them, which is, of course, is the one that I'm going to start off with talking about first. And that is the latest movie that came out in 2017, The Long Haul, which it's actually the ninth book in the series, but the fourth book book the fourth movie throughout the whole Donald Kid series book so the th- this movie was really bad I mean I I could really ramble a lot about the whole movie I could honestly make an entire episode just talking about how bad the movie is but I'm just gonna briefly or just say a couple notable things about the movie that I just despise things that I kind of feel like are just it just doesn't have an atmosphere of of the other three movies because the other three movies are pretty high you know like the third or the second best movies are still good movies but this one is just a clear worse it really should if you're a fan of Donald B. Kid, it should be a clear fact that this movie is not great and the other three were the best clearly and I didn't care which one you would have uh, number one two or three whether it was the first second or third one but this one is definitely the worst one flaws about the movie so, first of all, this was in 2017. The original movies came out in 2010, and in 2011, the second one came out, and then in 2012, the third one came out. So, that obviously, there was a five-year hiatus from 2012 all the way to 2017 to, to, the next, to the next movie. So, of course, thinking of that five-year hiatus, it makes sense on why um, they had, from the fourth book of the series, Dog Days, um, all the way to the ninth book of the series, which is the long haul. So that five year stretch was there. Um, I guess it makes sense. They just didn't want to, you know, talk about the, they just didn't want to make a movie from all the books there. But anyway, the problem with the long haul is, well, first there was a different cast. Of course, uh, Greg Heffley, 
uh, of course, wasn't the same Greg Heffley. Roderick was not the same Roderick. The parents were different. Rowley, every, all of the characters were different. None of the characters from the first three movies, the original movies, were there. So obviously, and obviously it's not a, it's not a bad thing. It, it's definitely not the, the, the cast that fucks up the whole atmosphere of the movie. It makes it feel uncomfortable because, again, we're used to seeing them. You know, we're used to seeing the old Greg Heffley, the old Roderick. But obviously the age difference, I think Rowley and, and Greg, they were like 19 or 20 in 2017, and they were just going to be playing middle schoolers. So obviously, they've in reality, they already graduated high school. So how is someone going to college or in college going to play a middle schooler? Obviously, he's growing up, so they had to replace someone else. And they did. But it just felt very... Very weird. And the thing is, there are sequels. There are next parts of, of shows and, and movies that do take on new cast members if they too, if they get too old for their, you know, for their, uh, for their cast or for who they play. But it feels like they just continued on with the story as if these were the original characters. They didn't make it like an introduction, like... Like they made it clear that these are the characters, but they're not really the character. They're just new here. It's like if a rookie came in and played a basketball game and started like in his first game and started and like started uh, hyping the crowd up. You know, he's a rookie. I'm pretty sure half or mostly everybody doesn't even know your name yet. You haven't made a name for yourself. You know, like why why are you so hype? I mean, you're playing your first game, but. You know what I'm saying? It's just like relax. We don't. We just. This is like the first time we've ever seen you act. We've never even seen you in a movie before, or on this playing this character. So it just obviously tells the difference of how the hell. You know we're just gonna have to deal with this cast, but the cast, of course, was was a good cast if they were playing for another movie. I mean. These actors and actresses would have done better in another movie 100% because they're not bad actors, but they just did not fit at all for the movie. And Roderick was so bad in the movie. Rowley was there for like three minutes. The parents were boring. Like even the parents who were mostly like, you know, there they were intriguing characters in the show. Of course, they're the parents of, you know, the main character, Greg. And and um, and Roderick as well, but at least they were entertaining almost every time they were in a scene. But the parents in the in the in the long haul, it was just like no, I mean no, it it was just boring. It just had the had the feel of like it, it's just generic. It just doesn't feel the same. But let me talk about the plot and the main idea of the whole movie. So basically, basically just exactly as the book. The long haul is basically about them going on a road trip. They uh, go on a road trip. Greg wants to go to this video game convention where he gets to meet this YouTuber or this streamer um, that he idolizes with his friend Rowley. Of course, he just ends up going with Roderick or the fake Roderick in the movie. Leading into trouble at a carnival, leading into trouble with the, the grumpy, hairy ass man to try to they rob them and, and he tries to beat them up and meet them in like in a motel, bothers them. And, and yeah, but the movie starts off very, really bad because if it starts off first, uh, the whole family, 
uh, jumping out the car, and they get into like this restaurant, which is like a like a McDonald's basically. You know, has like a little play place where you just like a playground and everything. And they eat there. Already, the acting feels weird. It just feels already weird. But then, the uh, when the movie starts, usually Greg does something embarrassing to kind of start off the movie, and then the movie starts the story. Uh, well, before we got to that, it was actually a scene where Greg was trying to help Manny because he was stuck somewhere in the ball pit or he was lost so he couldn't find him. And eventually he found this dirty ass diaper, got his hand stuck to it, and he couldn't take it off. And then everybody started laughing at him and, you know, started to uh, to bully him, just record him, post it on media, you know, try to make him look like he's the biggest loser ever, which, of course... Again, it's Greg. He gets embarrassed. But when I saw this, I was so pissed. I was like, they really fucked. They really did him dirty. Like, it just doesn't feel. It doesn't feel funny or it doesn't. It just feels like bullying. You know what I'm saying? It feels almost as like a bullying type of way. Because there's a difference of people laughing at you for something embarrassing. But that's not bullying. Sometimes in the case of that, it's just embarrassing. Someone will laugh if someone fell. You know, it's not bullying. It's it's funny. People find it funny if people fall. You know, it's it's an embarrassing moment. It's not bullying. But dumb just recording, you know, just making him look like he's a dumbass and he's a loser. And again, in the first three movies, he did something embarrassing. In the first movie, what, what, how did it start off? I, I, f- I forgot what he did in embarrassing in the first movie because all the way. But in the second movie, the, the beginning was like uh, he was trying to impress this girl and he failed and his parents embarrassed him. He got his head in the cake, you know, and they did like they make him seem such a loser instead of making an innocent middle school kid trying to do something. But he got embarrassed of doing it, it makes it seem so hard to believe that this that anyone would go through this, you know. Because anyone would fall, anybody would have their anybody would have their own embarrassing moments, but it just makes you look like you're you're not gonna be anyone in life. You're just gonna be a meme, or you're just a failure, or you're just. It, it, that's what it seems like. That scene feels to me. I have no idea. It just it feels bullying in a sense. That it's not funny, and like no one tries to help him, or like no one tries to like tell him, bro, run or do something. And he also has no backbone, which doesn't help. Like, usually he would be like, oh, he's embarrassed and everything. But he would try to, like, go away or, like, like, oh, shit, what do I do now? Or at least think. But he was just there, like, oh, no. And he started, like, almost, he started, I think he's, yeah, he started crying. Looking like a, like, I don't know. It, it just started off very weird. And, yes, Greg is an embarrassing kid. He embarrasses himself. He, he embarrassed himself a lot. He's been to incidents where a lot of people laughed at him. But it was because it was actually genuinely embarrassing. He either fell. He touched something he should have touched. There's some things, of course, that were just for the movie for him to laugh at. But this was just like, nah, man. It just did not start off well. And then the whole concept is just them going on a road trip, which is just kind of generic. I mean, how many video, how many movies or TV shows... Or episode we've, we've seen of of just road trips. How many movies have we seen of just road trips and which part of the family and crazy shit happened? You know, it's kind of generic. 
And at the end, they get to the grandmother's place. And that was for like the whole, the whole entire adventure was just to go to their grandmother's place for like the, for like a week or something. Yeah, it, it was all that for nothing. And of course, when you're reading the book, obviously it tells you how the story is going. But when you read the book and watch the movie, you obviously have differences. You can picture it in a different way when you're reading the book. Of course, I definitely pictured it in a different way when I read the book. But then when you watch the movie, it's just there. There's, there's the answer. That's, that's what it is. That's exa- it's showing you exactly how it happened. So yeah, the, the long haul, it just felt so weak and it was really bad. I mean, honestly, the fact that they had to come back five years later to make this, like, they could have just kept those three movies. That's fine. I I mean, I'm a fan. You know, if they wanted to do another movie, that was fine. But at the same time, at some point, we knew it was going to end. The cast were going to get older. Obviously, the real Greg, which I think his real name is Zachary Gordon. Uh, he's like 22 right now. So obviously he's not in middle school. He's an adult. He's a grown-ass man. You can't have a grown-ass man featuring a, a middle schooler. But at least, like, I mean, I wouldn't be, like, if he was Roderick, like, what if he switched up to be Roderick? But then again, it would be confusing because if he played Greg and then he would switch route, he would switch roles and stuff like that. But it would have been still better than this whole movie itself. Because shit, it was it was really bad. I watched this like in 2018, so I watched it like a year after it came out. Yeah, man, it was it was not. I even have the DVD of it in my room somewhere. I don't even want to look at it. It's just bad. The cast is not bad. The acting is not bad. Just they 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 are they would have done better in other movies. They could succeed in other roles, but this was a flop to them. And it was the original directors and creators of the movies. Everything was the same from the executive producers, directors, all the people that did for uh, for the three original movies were for the fourth movie, but just the cast was different. Everybody, everybody, Manny, every single, but it was a complete change, complete change. Everybody was different. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it just felt very, very weird. I don't know. And, you know, it's another thing to kind of add on for making books about this kid in middle school. Because, again, like the story kind of plans and, and talks about so much stuff that he's happened during middle school. But it's kind of hard to believe that man has been in middle school for almost a decade because the last book released was Wrecking Ball last year in 2019, and Greg is still in middle school. For t- 10 years, still in middle school. Like I kind of wish that the doc- uh, Jeff Kenny, who is the author of the books, can just like switch, like go to high school next. Like what, did he just go to middle school for 10 years? Like I know it's just a book series, but bro, he's we know that he's not going to be in middle school for more than what? For more than four years. What? I, well, actually, three years. But I technically fifth grade. When I was in fifth grade, it was technically middle school. So that's why I said four. But it's really three years, sixth to eighth grade. Um, like it's like for the other half, like maybe book through like eight to fourteen could have been high school. You know, kind of change it up a bit, and then the movies would have been better. Maybe Greg. We'll see Greg as a 
as a high school, you know, but that's all, that's too late. That's all too late because at this point, if they do that, it's all them grown up. Even Manny, the youngest one who was like four or three years old when the originals came out, he'll probably be like 14 years old or even 20 by the next movie. Who knows? Um, so yeah, that that's my, that's my take on the movie for the first one. Uh, I just, I hate it. I hate it. But next we're going to talk about my third favorite movie from the series. And my third favorite movie from the series was the original. So the original was a lot better, 100% a lot better. It was the introduction. It was the introduction to the whole story of Dorothy Kid. Greg Heffley, a middle school kid, best friends with Rowley, uh, and Sharad Gupta, who was there for, for one in the movie. Uh, the cheese touch was created. Uh, Roderick was a goat. <laughs> Roderick was a fucking dumbass, but he he played it super well. You know, all the characters in the in the fourth movie, they played their own character so bad. It felt like it was like the opposite of how they would act towards each other. And another thing that I really didn't like about the fourth movie was that. There was no lesson. There was no like plot or anything for the fourth movie. Usually, at the end of the movie, we all know that there's gonna be a a a a, a theme, a plot twist throughout to make the theme. But there is no theme of the book. It's nothing like in the first movie. It was to be a better a better friend, or in the second movie to be a better brother, or in the third movie to be a better son. You know, those are all themes, and he's changed. But in the fourth movie, no, he's just the same person. He doesn't change. He doesn't learn a lesson. Like, how? what's the point? What is the point if there's no theme or no message? How are you going to make an entire movie with production and have no message for anything? Like, that, that's just 101. That's for books. That's for any type of... That's for anything. There's a point. There's a theme. And there's a lesson for everything, not just in books or movies or TV shows. That's literally for everything. For for Will, there's lessons and consequences. For sports, you got to learn this or else if you don't do that. You know, for everything, there's rules. And and it just, I don't know, man. It's fucking horrible. Don't watch it if you're a Don't Be Kid fan. Just rewatch your childhood by watching the original three. Don't watch the one in 2017. Please don't. But back to the original. Yeah, it was a great movie. It was the introduction to the whole thing. It wasn't the best one because, of course, the next two were goaded. And those were fucking fire movies. Um, it was just the beginning. Middle school was sixth grade. Patty was like Greg's arch nemesis. He did not like her at all. Um, he had a he had a friend that was... Her, name, her actual name is Chloe Moretz. But I forgot what her name in the movie. Damn, I forgot. She kind of played like a like a... She played like a like a small role in the first movie, but she was also a friend of of Greg and stuff. But you know the whole movie was was nice. It was the introduction of the whole story, and everything started off on a on a good note. I mean, it wasn't a bad movie at all. And my favorite part of the movie was probably the cheese touch. It was probably one of the most recognizable moments of the entire movie. But yeah, I really want to talk about the next two, though. The next two, uh, the next one that I have, the number two best Dino Kid movie was Roger Rules. Now, the first time I watched it, I actually was kind of like uncertain about it. 
But then I watched it again, and I was like, yeah, for sure. This is my second favorite movie. So it starts off. How does it start off? Okay, so the movie starts off. Uh, the family goes to an ice skating rink. I believe it was some. It was one of somebody's birthday from a family member. Uh, and then they went to an ice skating rink, and eventually Greg sees this girl that he has a crush on. He sees her skating, and he wants to try to impress her. And because by uh, the top of the hour, there's like a dance while skating. Obviously, Rowley and and um, and Greg tried to impress her by skating, and Shrug again was trying to help as well, trying to talk to the girl. Which event? Her name was Holly Hills, actually, and then the catastrophe happened. He got embarrassed by his parents. He tried to he tried to like punch uh, Roger for being like a jerk to him, and then eventually he got his face covered in cake, all smothered all against all his fucking face and his entire body and shirt was dirty and everything, and the whole party was ruined at that point. But then after that. After that shit that happened to Greg, eventually we get to the next scene where it starts talking about that Greg and and Roger, they try to, uh, they constantly argue, they constantly get into arguments, and the family has a decision to make where they leave their house. The parents and Manny leave the house with only Roger and Greg at the house by themselves um, so they can build a better relationship when they're alone. And of course, the parents were like, we need you to, of course, build a better connection because you guys are brothers and you love each other. You just argue a lot and you have to have a weekend off, you know, just for you two to have fun. Stay at home and do whatever you can. Of course, they left. Roger takes advantage, calls all his friends. We're having a fucking party because my parents ain't home. And of course, people came over to the party. They had a blast. Roderick had a blast. They took a bunch of pictures. Rowley came in. They had a bunch of pictures. But before the party, Roderick locked, locked, um, Roderick locked Greg in the basement because he was stuck there because he promised he wasn't going to ruin the party because it was a bunch of high schoolers and he was just a middle school. But then eventually, yeah, they had a fun time. They woke up the next morning. It was a fucking giant mess in the entire house. They went to pick up the mess as quick as possible before the parents came back. And as soon as the parents knocked on the door, they finished the very last thing they needed to clean. The door had like permanent ink, so they had to replace the door with another door that didn't have a lock on it. Eventually, the parents found out that the door didn't have a lock. And they were like confused, like how did this had a lock and now it doesn't? Blah, blah, blah. At some point, Frank, which is the dad found out that they threw a party. And, of course, the parents said before they left for that vacation, for that week off, weekend off, no partying. And, of course, it disrespected them. They got grounded. Roderick was grounded for like, um, for like a month. And Greg was grounded for two weeks. But the biggest punishment for, for Roderick was that he is in a band and he was going to perform at a, at a concert uh, for, like a internet, for an internet talent show at the school. And that was his punishment that he couldn't perform. And obviously he was devastated. He was pissed at Greg. Eventually, they obviously upset that they're grounded. But then they start building chemistry. They start getting better relationship. 
Eventually, at the end, it all works out. He performs. He apologizes to Greg. He does something nice to let Roderick play. Eventually, they both get ungrounded. You know, like, in the concept of the movie, it's it's cool, you know? They, they argue. You could relate to it because, obviously, siblings fight. You know what I'm saying? Siblings fight. And we have to build better uh, uh, relationships with our siblings, with our sisters, with our brothers. So obviously for this one, is dedicated for a better relationship with Roger, with his brother. Eventually they did. They hugged it out. They made up. You know, I love you, but obviously that's how it ended. All love and happiness and peace for for it. And it was a good movie. I watched it 2011. It came out nine years ago. God damn, nine fucking years ago. Shit, man. <laughs> Long time ago. But that was it. That was it for the for that movie. And the best movie of the Therapy Kid series. 100%. This is one of the movies I can watch so many times. I've watched this movie like five times, I believe. Five times. Um, and I, I would not mind watching it again tonight if I choose to. Is Dog Days. Dog Days. I love the book. I love the movie. Jeff Kinney, you're a fucking genius. If you just had this movie and the book... You would have been probably the best author of all time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, Deadass, Dog Days, the movie and the book was fucking amazing. Uh, the book, I'll talk about the book tomorrow with all the other 13 other books. But for the movie in general, it was great. So it starts off, I can I could really tell you a lot of information about this movie. But it starts off with, oh shit. Okay, so it's Summer Vacation. Summer Vacation. It's what it should be right now. This should be happening all the time. But we know we got COVID going on, changing plans and shit. And they all get to like this a community with like a big pool with a bunch of people. Roderick starts selling CDs or trying to get people's attention to listen to his music and buy his CD and whatever. Manny pees in the pool. And then Greg eventually falls into the trap of helping his brother, but then gets end up getting embarrassed. And now you can tell that Greg got a lot older. So he was like a, he wasn't a middle, he was not a sixth grader anymore. He was an eighth grader or a seventh grader. Obviously, you can tell that he grew up and he changed his voice. His voice got a lot deeper. Um, and yeah, eventually that. But the whole plot of the movie was basically that it was summer vacation. Uh, Greg's plans for the entire summer was just to stay home and play video games. So basically, Almost anybody's plans to do now, if it wasn't to go outside, everyone's plans would be just watching, stay home, watch TV, watch Netflix, or even play video games or do anything. They want to just stay home and chill. But of course, the dad was like, nah, you, I mean, yes, you could play, but you need to go outside. You need to play sports, do something during the summer. And you need to find a job. You know, you're getting older. You could do something with your life. And eventually, he falls across a he falls across where Rowley goes to an international. It goes to like a like a summer club or a country club, and a country club is super luxurious. They have a bunch of people there. It's fancy. They have golf and tennis and everything, and pool. And obviously, he's living the dream. They all play golf, having the time of their life. It's summer. I'm just having fun at a country club. 
And eventually he sees his crush, Holly, playing tennis. And eventually he makes a deal that he's going to play tennis two-on-two with his friend Rowley and her friend uh, Patty the very next day. And of course he was excited. He wanted to play tennis. He knew that Holly was a new member of the of the country the country club. I cannot speak for the of the country club. And so he was interested to join. Eventually he told his parents, he lied to his parents and to his dad that he got hired and that he had a job at the country club. His parents were impressed and they were like, Wow, I can't believe he actually have a job and you know, pretty much every day of the of the of the entire week, he's just going to the country club, having fun with Holly and Rowley, playing tennis, golf, eating a bunch of food, swimming, running around, you know, living the, the summer dream, you know, having the time of their life. Eventually, you know, they get all their fun. They start playing, blah, blah, blah. Eventually, Roderick finds out that he's been lying, but then, of course, tries to take advantage because... He starts going in to uh, the country club to to do the same thing, to ch- just relax and chill. And he just stays there. There was one scene where he was pretending to drown so he can like get a lifeguard's attention, which was actually uh, Holly Hill's sister, the older sister, that he was trying to impress and that he found very attractive, even though she was a bitch, to him. And he tried to press her, but then eventually it backfired and he got embarrassed because eventually he had to had CPR or the Heimlich remover on by a dude. And the, the kissing, blowing air, mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. That's what it's called, mouth-to-mouth resuscitation, whatever that shit's called. Um, yeah. Uh, that, was, that was pretty much the whole fucking thing for that, for that scene. Eventually, they found out that there is an amusement park that they go to. Go to the amusement park. They have to ride this cranium shaker or else they haven't lived their life, according to Roderick said that. They take the cranium shaker. They have the time of their life. And they were scared as hell after they got out. And the parents were worried. He didn't want Greg did not want to be part of Raleigh's uh, party because he thought it was weird. So eventually, he went back home. Back, went back to his fake job and eventually Frank which is Greg's dad stopped by to give him something give Greg something that he needed his lotion and then his Rowley's dad was there as well talking to one of the members or one of the directors in the front office talking about how the bills were too high and someone was spending a lot of money and of course it was Greg and Rowley eventually telling him that Greg confessing to his dad that obviously this wasn't a real job. He was just going here every single day to have fun. He didn't work here. Of course, the dad was not mad. He was disappointed. And he didn't ground him, but he was very disappointed. It took him a while to get over it. And he felt like an idiot. And eventually, it, it got weird between him and Rowley because his parents basically told him, like, you're spending a lot of money. And now that you're your dad thinks you're disappointment or he's disappointed in you, everything like that. And then Holly eventually gets in, like, oh, whatever. But at the end, they go to a camping trip, Greg and his dad, and they they start off very rough with the camping trip, but at the end, uh, it was all like a setup for like a team 
because the other team were trying to rake someone or cheating and camping because they brought like TVs. You're like fake camping, you know? It was like if we were going outside to camp and pretend we would actually have TVs and stuff. That's not real camping. So, of course, they got out. They cheated. They exposed them. They pulled a whole shenanigan to, to, to get them in trouble. Eventually, they bonded through that old madness. Eventually, they made up for it. He was impressed by his son. But then at the end, this is this one of the best parts, of course. This is one of the best parts. Um, the ending. There was a performance at the end that Holly, I mean, not Holly, uh, Roderick was going to plan to give up for actually his crush's 16th birthday party. So it was Heather's Heather Hill's 16th birthday party and Roderick was going to perform. And so obviously Greg and the whole family came that large fountains and a lot of people it was at like near camp eventually Roger performed lead vocals he usually plays the drums but he did lead vocals and he just sang his own uh, parody of Justin Bieber baby to it but it was actually hilarious it was actually hilarious I hate the song but it was hilarious how Roderick uh, sang it very awfully but honestly, I would much rather listen to Roderick singing that than Justin Bieber. I'd rather hear that part of the song than the actual song, you know, because it was actually much better, more hilarious. Of course, the Heather got frustrated, too frustrated. At some point, she got fucking chocolate over herself. It created a mess, whatever. It was, you know, more and more crazy shit happens. But then eventually, things uh, fall apart. But then things quickly rise up again. Everyone has fun. Everyone enjoys what happened, even though everything just happened was just odd and weird. Eventually, uh, Roderick did not date her or whatever. He was just did not impress her at all, but it was worth a shot. Eventually, at the end, have I said eventually? I've said eventually way too many times in this episode. Um, but then... He went, I failed. He failed miserably, but it doesn't matter because at the end of the movie before, another performance by somebody. And then, Rahali Hills, it really, it, it actually ends, this exactly end with that final scene. But one of the final scenes, or the final minutes of the movie, Holly Hills finally held Greg's hand. And then kind of like implying that they were like friends. They were already friends, but they kind of like made up for it by holding hands. Greg was kind of like happy, like, oh, okay, she held my hand. That's cool. And yeah, it was like a happy ending, you know, very crazy ending, of course. Rupee Kid, you know, it, it, it has a lot of a lot of just twists and a lot of things are going to get weird and awkward. But they somehow make it funny and it was a good ending. We knew that at some point. Roderick was probably going to find someone else. We knew that Holly and Greg were probably going to were more bigger friends, best friends. You know, we could have imagined what could happen next and what would happen in the future. But then with fucking Long Haul that came out three years ago or five years later, it fucked up the whole thing. It fucked up the whole thing. But uh, I hope the actual cast doing well, man. I haven't. I haven't, I only know, like, I, like, I don't, I don't think I've, like, seen the cast in any other movies. I know that 
uh, Rowley, who was pretty chubby in the movies, he's actually like skinny as fuck now. I think his name, his real name is Robert, I believe, Robert. Greg's real name is Zachary. And then uh, Dev- Devin is Roderick's uh, real name. Or Devin Bostic, something like that. Peyton List, which the only one I saw because after Donald Kitt, she was on Jesse and I watched Jesse. So, so yeah, that was like the only one I watched after Donald Kitt that went into other movies or TV shows that I've watched. But the rest, I haven't like seen them. They were probably just in shorter roles in other shows. Um, I actually have not checked on what they have been on because I haven't seen them. I just know them for Donald P. Kid, But Peyton, I've seen her through Jesse. And I think I've seen her through another... I swear to God, I've seen her through like another show. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, but those were all of the movies. Donald P. Kid movies ranked from worst to best. So it was eventually Long Haul at number four, the original at number three, Roger Gould's at number two, and Dog Days at number one. It was I love I love all three movies. The first three movies were great. I enjoyed the, the Dog Days. You know, it it, it kind of will hit hard if I watch it now because it will make it will make me so happy looking at them having fun during summertime. You know, going to the pool and. Just living that life, it, it, like you, you watch this in the summer, and it, it, it gets you going. Like, yes, I want to have fun. I want to do like, even though Greg was embarrassed as many times, you still want to have fun. You want to go to the, to the fucking amusement park and ride the scary ass roller coaster. You want to go swimming. You want to make friends at a country club. You know what I'm saying? It makes you excited as a kid. I saw this and I was like, this looks like the best summer ever. You know, but unfortunately, that won't be it. But hey. I've had great summers. I had great summers many times before. There was going to be a summer that was not going to be as great. But next year it will be. Trust me, next year will be better. 100%. I'm not jinxing anything. I'm just, I just want you to know. Things will get better. But I would really say that for next year. Don't be way too excited for this year because the rest of this year is not looking well. But we still have hope. We still have hope. But anyway, that was the episode for today, guys. So tomorrow I'm going to... uh. <clears throat> Sorry, I was tomorrow. I'm gonna do the rankings for all the all the books from worst to best. So yeah, I will be doing that for tomorrow. Again, happy Fourth of July. I will be inviting more special guests in the episodes. Uh, I don't know who's coming next, but I'm actually gonna text somebody or one of the people to see if they can join uh, Monday or Tuesday, or even maybe tomorrow. Maybe the the episode that's gonna be originally tomorrow might be for special guests. Who knows? So yeah. Uh, Thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Peace out.